board round, session number 10. The moment you step foot on campus as a medical student, you are gearing up for one of the biggest tests you'll ever have to take, USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. The medical school headquarters and board vitals are going to help you prepare for your first board exam with questions, pearls of information, and guidance to make sure you have what it takes to score high and match into your specialty of choice. Welcome back to Board Rounds. If this is not your first time here, if this is your first time here, welcome. I encourage you to go back and start at episode one of Board Rounds so you can get an understanding of who we are and how we are here to help you with your board exam, whether that's USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. We're going to provide you with weekly content to help you prepare for your exam. This week, we're going to have a great discussion about cystic fibrosis. All right, Andrea, back for some more board rounds. We started our content with the heart, one of the most important organs, I think, right next to the heart, both literally and figuratively as important is obviously the lungs and being able to bring oxygen to the body. So we're going to tackle some respiratory stuff today. Yeah, definitely. Um, this is a, an area that, you know, I think, I don't know if we talked about in the last session with Renal, but students from the comics often say there's less emphasis on renal, but they do have said that, you know, that in turn, they find there's more musculoskeletal and respiratory um, on comics. So it's an interesting, you know, it does change somewhat every year, but that's something we kind of have consistently heard. So depending on where you feel your strengths and, and weaknesses are, respiratory is definitely up there as far as what you need to be prepared for. Yeah. And I just want to uh, maybe a little woo-woo potentially, but I always find that like a students that like tell themselves like, I'm no good at respiratory. I'm no good at renal, right? They, then they manifest that and they, they suck at renal, they suck at respiratory and try to get that language out of your head as you're preparing for this stuff. If you, as you turn the page and be like, okay, now I have to study respiratory and just be excited about it. If, if you don't like it, just try to get in the mindset because it helps. It really does. Yeah, definitely. And there, you know, there's overlap too. And even within renal, so you may not like one component, but other components may be interesting. And so I think, you know, there's always going to be something you'll get out of looking at an area that may not be your favorite. Yeah. Okay. What's our question today? All right. So in this question, we have an eight-year-old boy who's presenting with a history of recurrent respiratory infections. He's also complaining of his parents and patient complaint of fatty stools. Positive sweat chloride test confirms his diagnosis. And the question is, the patient will likely have difficulty storing which of the following? And the answers are folate, vitamin B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc. And so, you know, if the question were just asking what the diagnosis is, I think most you know, most students would easily be able to identify that it's uh, cystic fibrosis. But of course, that's not what they're asking. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> sort of give it away with the sweat chloride test, which is, yeah. you know, should be a, a really a strong buzzword hinting at that being positive, being um, cystic fibrosis. So, so you know, they, they also mentioned recurrent infections and fatty stools. That should kind of make you think along the lines of fat digestion and fat storage. And so if cystic fibrosis is affecting the, so basically what happens physiologically is that um, you have damage to the pancreas, which impairs the production of fat digesting enzymes, pancreatic enzymes. And so 
you have decreased ability to digest, but also decreased ability to store fat. And so that should lead you down the fat soluble vitamin route. And you should be able to pretty quickly identify of the options given. There's only one fat soluble vitamin, which is vitamin D, because we, we all know that the fat soluble vitamins are A, D, E, and K. And so that's the answer in this question. Something to know about patients with cystic fibrosis in general as well. Okay. What other types of questions could come up based on this sort of question? So, of course, genetics, they love to ask inheritance patterns with cystic fibrosis as well. They love to talk about microbiology with cystic fibrosis as well. What type of bacteria are most commonly found in the sputum of patients with cystic fibrosis? You know, they're talking here a little bit about GI components as well or GI symptoms associated with it. That's something they can ask as well. Presentation of cystic fibrosis before it's diagnosed, they could ask what, you know, give you the background and the symptoms and ask what test or what tests they could do or maybe what would be found on, you know, you know, further diagnosis or further diagnostics or imaging of a, of a patient with symptoms that, you know, sound suspicious for cystic fibrosis. So really the whole, um, you know, the whole spectrum of things from, from presentation all the way through diagnosis and treatment for cystic fibrosis are, are highly and commonly tested. For something like cystic fibrosis, where there's a lot of research coming out, there's a lot of trials coming out and, and new therapies coming out, how long does it take for these new therapies to potentially make it onto these tests? You know, it, it's hard to say exactly how long. Usually we find if it's something that's come out within that year, either the boards, and this is common in really all of the, you know, even in the medical, different medical specialty boards, either they will omit that question once they realize that, because usually the uh, statistics will be off when they analyze the responses for a question where something may have changed recently, mm-hmm. or they put in a new question testing on that new you know, whatever that new thing might be, but they may not count it in the grading and it may be just sort of a beta question that they may add in as a graded component the next year. And so, you know, there's always flux in some of these things. And if it's something major, that's definitely a change in like a, you know, standard or gold standard treatment or, or diagnostic for something, you'll see that sort of transition happen over like one or two years where it probably won't be counted in that you know, initial year, and then probably will become part of the exam the following year. Okay. What else do we need to know about cystic fibrosis? So, I mean, the definitely presentation. So, you you know, you're thinking about symptoms in a, a patient that would have cystic fibrosis, things like, you know, recurrent infections, um, chronic productive cough, shortness of breath, uh, GI symptoms, especially in infants and, and young children where you would have you know, fatty, greasy stools, malabsorption type symptoms. There, you know, pancreatitis as well is something to keep in mind. And then on exam, you know, these are the kids, if they're not diagnosed yet, that you would see failure to thrive. The parents often in the questions will describe that the child's skin tastes salty or their sweat tastes salty. So that's something they may include in there as sort of a, a hint toward cystic fibrosis. They can have even, you know, cyanosis and clubbing in more severe cases. 
think about things like on chest x-ray, you know, seeing hyperinflation. Keep in mind that sweat chloride test, that's something they like to put in there either as, you know, what test would you use or maybe they mention the results of that test. Genetics, of course, we talked about. Let's think about what else. I guess just a differential. So thinking about other, you know, primary ciliary dyskinesias or other immunodeficiencies with recurrent infections. So those are things, you know, to keep on your keep in your mind um, as differentials. And then, of course, you know, thinking about, you know, prognosis and then also complications that are common. And so, you know, there's long-term complications of cystic fibrosis, such as, you know, infertility. There are, you know, having, you know, other than just having recurrent infections, they often develop drug-resistant infections from having, you know, antibiotics chronically from childhood. And so that's something they like to ask about as well. Yeah. Okay. So lots, lots of information. That's the, it's, it's so hard for, for medical students as they're going through this process to every single disease, every single medication, there's just another hundred pieces of information that you need to know for each of the things. And that's where everything gets so overwhelming for students as they're going through this process, but it's doable. It's just a lot of work. It is. I think, you know, it's overwhelming, but I think you, you're not you're not expected. I don't think anyone expects that they're going to remember every single piece of every component of every disease. <laughs> oh, but let's um, be honest, we're all type A students <laughs> and we that's our goal is to memorize it all. Yeah, I think. But I think usually once you get to, a, you know, to a certain point of knowing the most important or, you know, the most commonly tested effects, often the other things are, are tied in there. So once your mind goes to the the right in the right direction you'll have these other associated things that will come in so you'll think oh cystic fibrosis you'll start thinking of you know the mechanism of that disease and then the symptoms kind of come to you oh you're right this causes the chronic infections and you know the lack of or the difficulty with fat absorption and that leads to the fat soluble vitamins and so there's sort of a cascade of information that happens if you can kind of get the basics down the rest is in there Okay. Anything else? Yeah. Um, no, I think, I mean, that's pretty much it for that one. Was that, is that one long enough or is there? Yeah, no, short, short no. is fine. Yeah. Short is okay. <laughs> short and sweet. I think we're, we've been hitting about the 10 minute mark. Uh, the first one I think was our longest one. All right. So there you have it. Some good physiology of cystic fibrosis for you. If you want some more questions to help you with your exam, go check out Board Vitals at boardvitals.com, sign up for the free trial so you can understand what types of questions they have, that, what their questions look like, what their explanations look like. I think that's always one of the biggest questions that I had when I was going through this process a while ago. There were less prep companies around, and so I was kind of beholden to who was out there, but now there are lots of test prep companies around and you can pick and choose which one is going to work best for you. And so go sign up for a free trial and look at the questions, look at the explanations and see if that jives with how well or how you learn the material. Again, that's boardvitals.com. Sign up for that free trial. And if you are ready to sign up for either the one month, three month or six month plan, use the promo code BOARDROUNDS. It's all capital letters, BOARDROUNDS to save 15% off. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on Board Rounds. 